Hi, I'm Max. I'm Joe. And I'm Zan. And we're the Three Wanting Witches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow and give us a five-star rating. Also, please share this podcast to those who you think might enjoy our content. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, today, it's just me and Zan. Yes. Um, That's but- me. I'm Zan. <laughs> I'm just, I, I've already had a, a glass. Okay. And obviously, I'm Joe Mags is out for the week, uh, but she will return next week. So <clears throat> she's here in spirit. Yes. Because we're drinking her wine. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> is it her wine? No. Uh, didn't she it's bring that? Oh, it's our wine. Okay. Anyway, I do have a new witch of the week to announce. Yay. Her name is Akriti Pandy. She is actually from. Canada, Ontario, Canada. So oh. she's our first witch, not from the U.S. So What's that about? We're spreading our wings. <laughs> you know, because all Cana- Canada Canadians say a boot. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I so I've saw I've heard like so many of those jokes <laughs> because Arnold used to watch How I Met Your Mother, oh. and one of the characters is from Canada. Gotcha. Canada. Canadia. <laughs> and uh, they always made fun of her. Oh. Anyway, um, her bookstagram account is books and bookish boxes. Ooh. Say that three times. Books and bookish boxes. Yes. Uh, and she's had it for about two years. Oh, longer than us. <laughs> yes. And she reads a variety. She reads thriller, historical fiction, romance, literary fiction, contemporary fiction, and self help. Oh, and I think she's a better pe- person than I am. Yeah, I need I need one of those. I will not read self help. <laughs> I can't. I need one of the ones that kind of makes you more successful or like like more motivational. That like get up and start working, doing some shit in your life, right? Right. All right. Okay. And so she recently started buying more fantasy books ah. uh, to try to get out of her comfort zone. Good. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. I am all about that. Those books for sure. So she. Her love for reading came from her parents, and her father was an avid reader. Oh, and like our her, daddy. I know. Daddy read a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have You know what? We should get a, a Western one and throw that one in. Just oh, kidding. You know what? You know what? There are romantic Westerns. So oh, gosh. We I should do that. Okay, maybe. We'll think about it. Okay. And then her mother is the one who started her with Harry Potter at the age seven. Oh. And she says that, you know, even though she was quite young and, and it was kind of something a little heavy for her to comprehend. Mm-hmm. For seven? Yes. Yeah. So it showed her the magical world of books. So her favorite authors are Khaled Husseini, Lisa Jewell, Emily Henry, Chitra Banerjee, Charlotte Bronte. Oh, my gosh. And R.L. Stein. Oh, ah, taking it old school. R.L. Stein. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I remember when I was reading the Fear Street, not the Goosebumps. I never read the Goosebumps. Mm. Fear Street, and they would kiss, right? Some of the times they would kiss, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so scandalous. I know. Because I was like in the seventh grade or sixth grade. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> oh, I, shoot. I used to get real excited. I, what, you were, I am older than my sister, Joe. And yeah, what's the one that was like Sweet Valley High? Oh, gosh. I used to get scandalous, too. <laughs> We should read one of those. Just kidding. We should. <laughs> so besides reading, she likes to journal, go for long walks, listen to music and travel. And she is a research in the area of public health. So oh, pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. It's really cool hearing like everybody else's backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool person to be following us at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. it. Yes. 
So thank you for being our witch. Yes. Da, 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 da. That's more witches. <laughs> and she's also doing a happy dance. Just kidding. Yes. If only I was happy. I just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, stop. <laughs> so dark. So I'm going to do that for Maggie. Hey, witches. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is Zan. This is Joe, And we're, we're, we're missing a witch. Yeah, we're, yeah. We are. Maggie is with us in spirit right now. Yeah. Because yeah. we're, yeah. we're like, drinking her wine. Yeah, we are drinking her wine. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. You are so <laughs> generous. Always. <laughs> without uh, without your permission. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, we normally talk about what we do over the weekend. And this weekend, we went to a livestock show in our area. And we saw lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> no, yeah, actually, pigs, cows, and ducks. No, 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 no ducks. Um, chickens. Chickens. And, and rabbits. Rabbits and the, some steers and stuff. Yeah, rabbits are so cute. Yeah, so cute. I think somebody stole one because there was totally a crate with <laughs> with the door missing. <laughs> I think he was he he did it himself. He escaped. Planning the escape. Yes. Yeah. So last week we ended up at the High Lords meeting and, yes. and Tamlin showed his true colors and whatever. They decided to, you know, go to sleep and they're going to talk about it more, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're on chapter 47. 47. Yes. Yeah. The first wine is Almacita Rosé. And uh, it's uh, very champagne-y and uh, not, not very sweet at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So chapter 47 Although most of the High Lords had agreed to stand together against Highburn, that's about all they agreed upon. They started bickering. With Tamlin around, no one would reveal how many numbers they had. Thiessen finally said they could spend the night if they wanted to, to and start once again in the morning. You know, let's start early in the morning fighting. Yeah. And let's all, table this discussion. Yeah. Start fresh tomorrow. Yeah. Because they wanted to start with more energy. They were already tired. Yeah. <laughs> and all had decided they were to stay at the Dawn Court. Remember, um, Baron's not there. He already left. Oh, yeah. He left yeah, yesterday. That's right. Let's Goodbye, stay. Baron. Stay gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So each High Lord was led to their assigned suites until only Callius and Reese remained. Callius oh. wonders if Baron will join them in the fighting. And Moore says he'd likely join them so that he didn't risk siding with Highburn and losing. But still, if things went bad, he'd easily switch sides. He was loyal like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You put that there. <laughs> so, yeah. Hilarious. So, I mean... Do you do you know anybody who's like that? They're just always going to go for the winning side. <laughs> you know what? Sadly, I think, I think that happens a lot in sports. Yes, that is that happens to any football fan, like Cowboys. You're immediately going to switch up when they yeah. don't make it to the, you know, when they don't make it to the final two. Yeah, you're going to have to pick somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. You should have heard Arnold badmouthing them Cowboys. <laughs> So automatically, we already know that we're going to be for the Chiefs, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we don't like the 49ers. Yeah. In this house. Yeah. We're going to go for the Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. 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 I, moving on. I digress. So even Arnold we was annoyed with it. He was like, why are they showing Taylor Swift? She's only been shown for like 22 seconds, apparently. Anyway, Reese asks Callius how many troops he has, and he answers, not many, only the ones Vivian managed to keep during Amarantha's reign. Pause. 
a moment of silence for Amarantha. Just kidding. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very interesting villain. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Reese states that he has mostly Illyrian warriors and a few thousand Darkbringers, but they'd need every soldier they can get. As they are led to their suite, Favor notices how fancy it is and how Thiessen managed to keep it nice while Amarantha did her thing. He says he likely shielded it, much like himself and Callius. Hmm. You know what? We don't get nearly enough information about Thiessen. Thiessen. We know that he's got sexy uh, lovers. <laughs> yeah. And, and healing powers. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. he put his hand on somebody. For yeah. Mm-hmm. So they start to mind speak about how Azrael is, which is all up in his feelings as always. Mm-hmm. Quiet. He's emo. He's quiet and feeling. Yeah. He probably has like long hair down his face, right? He does. He's got that dark hair and it's like covering his eye, one eye. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, it's a peak down the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the misfits. Ah. Uh, <laughs> hey, why not? They also talk about how Feyre didn't realize how truly powerful Rhysand was. Rhys said, until today, he doesn't think Baron knew either. Mm. Surprise, surprise, mother. <laughs> Feyre then asks if he believes that Tamlin is truly on their side. And he says he does. Moore and Cassian sat on a sofa in the common area, and Nesta had gone to her assigned room, and Azrael stood by the window staring out into nothing, Aww. feeling like he was nothing. Just kidding. Oh, he's in his emo era, you know, like, for like the last 500 years. Favor goes to check on Nesta, but before she does, there's a knock on the door, and when Reese opens the door, Helian is standing there. Mm. Do you think he's got his arm, his like arm up he on totally, the side yes, of the door totally, frame? Like, and he's got his little leggies crossed or something. Yeah. I don't know why I said leggies, like they're real short or something. <laughs> like he's, he's like there like, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, beautiful. Helian joking, jokingly asks why Thiessen gave Rhysan the suite with a better view. And Rhys says it's because he has better looking males. Oh. But, you know, I concur. Mm-hmm. Helian continues saying Thiessen has a wing, wing fetish. fetish. And then Helian then apologizes for his bastard act and tells of his surprise at how nice Reese was playing. Reese tells him of Farah's suggestion of coming as they truly are. And Helian tells Azriel that he what he did to Eris would be his fantasy at night. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And Cassian jokes that he was wondering when the com- come-ons would begin. So, apparently, this is his style. I will be thinking about however Azriel chose to, you know, beat up Eris <laughs> as, all- as well, you know. I'll be thinking about that tonight, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> it had been four centuries, and they still hadn't accepted his offer. <laughs> After seeing Favor's surprise, Reese informs her that Helian favors both males and females joint in his bed. And he'd been after that trio for centuries. Wow. Favor asks why they haven't accepted his invitation, and this causes Reese to laugh. He then asks if she'd enjoy having two males in her bed, and she's like, uh huh, let's do it. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> as, as long as it's Cassian. Right. Uh, Moore tells them to either share their conversation or quit speaking mind to mind. So Farah like separates from Rhysand because I think he's like 
trying to get her all hot and bothered. Yeah, he's trying to like get out of her like, hmm, what's your kink? You like, right. would you like two males? And she's just like, no. Uh. She's like, let's do it. Yeah, well, maybe he needs to add. Talk to Nesta about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cass asks Helian if his forces are ready and confirms they are ready and will meet him in Myrmidons? Myrmidons. I, I yeah. I, I actually don't know what the pronunciation okay. of that. Moore asks where the final encampment would be, but Helian doesn't answer and just starts rubbing on her leg. <laughs> what a wordo. Cassian says they'll meet First with Thiessen's forces, and then Callius is near the summer court. Helian comments how Tarquin and Reese had a moment during the meeting. Mm. And he asks if Reese if he thinks um, Tark. <laughs> Tark. Tark will join them. He says he believes Tarquin intends to fight, but Baron Helian reminds them all that Hybern is focusing on the south, and Tamlin's spring court is mostly occupied by his people. Baron needs to realize his court will be a, a battlefield if he doesn't help them push th the fighting southward. Baron played games in the first war and it cost him and his people, and they weren't likely to forget his own wife remembers. Favor asked what he meant and recalled that during the meeting, <laughs> the Lady of the Autumn Court had looked at Helian several times. Helian tells her that her the lady, her two older sisters were butchered and tormented in the war. During the war, she was sent to stay with her sisters and Hybern then attacked and the two sisters bought her some time to escape. Uh, and however, his people had caught up to her and cornered her. They didn't say um, people, is it beasts? His beasts had cornered her and figured guess that from all his detailed knowledge that he had saved her and he admits he tore the beasts apart with his bare hands. He mm. saved somebody. So Favor asked why he had done that, and he tells her she had been married too young. And so Favor's like, "So, <laughs> like, is that?" Favor's like, "Oh, that because that's not Favor, right?" <laughs> Favor, what? She was nineteen, right? She got she's like, she's like, "So what? What? Yeah, what's wrong with that?" Uh, and then more <laughs> cuts in saying that she had heard a rumor that she, the lady of the autumn court today, had waited for another male. She had mm. met at an equinox ball. Oh, who could that be? And Helian comments that he heard that her family wanted internal ties to power and didn't give her a choice and sold her to Baron. Mm. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. That's like your your blood. And mm. you're just like using it as like a bargaining chip. Oh, yeah. That's so annoying. Yeah. I kind of wonder who her family is, you know, like, that they, like what did you get? Hope it was worth it. Yeah. Whatever. But also, why wouldn't Baron be more invested in fighting against Hybern? Because of that, you know? Like, because of what they did to his wife, killing his, her sisters. Right. You know? Like, why wouldn't he want to fight against Hybern? Maybe because... He's cause just it, an asshole. <laughs> I just he, hate him. But, like, he's just doesn't love her. I know. He's he's just an evil man. I hate him. Okay. Favor then asked if Baron knew Helian had saved her, but he says, nope. Fever asks if he had an affair with her, and he tells her to be careful because even the birds would report back to Thiessen. Mm. Oh, know? that's interesting. Right? Right? And so, you know how people are all, a little wordy told me. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Fever ignores and asks how long it, lands, how long it lasted. He's like, uh, an hour. Mm. Just kidding. He didn't go into that much detail. Eventually, he tells her that it had lasted for decades, mm. on and off. Mm. Mm -hmm. Until Baron found out. 
And that's how she ended up like she is, submissive and a shadow of how she was with Helion. He, Baron, had belittled her and left her with bruises where Mm. no one would see, which... That sucks. Uh, which makes me a little bit mad at Helian because, like, why haven't you gone and rescued her, right? Because of their, like, laws or whatever. He says that next. Like, she, uh, yeah, she, no. He I tells know. her, Fira asks, like, well, why wouldn't you, mm-hmm. you know, do anything about it? And he says that she chose to stay with Baron and with the protocols in place, it wouldn't end well for anyone who intervenes. Mm. He had hardly looked at her during the meeting, so Baron never called him out. Because it would mean he'd been made a fool. Favorite figures that Lucian must be Helian's father. Dun dun dun. Okay, when I read this part, I I was like mm-hmm. <gasps> excited. Uh, that, I was like, that explains why Lucian is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Reese changes the subject, asking Helian if he had anything in his library. 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 (laughs) About repairing the wall. Favorite tells Reese of her suspicions, but down the bond. And Reese is totally surprised. He's like, what? And Favorite takes notice of all the similarities between Lucian and Helium. It must be why his father, Baron, and brothers treated him so badly. She asks if Helium knew, and Reese says, likely he did not. They continue to speak on the entire situation mind to mind. He can't believe he never suspected. Uh, okay. I'm like, dude, Reese. Come on, Reese. He's a moron. <laughs> he is a moron. Moron. So, uh, <laughs> moron. We'll, we'll just chalk it up to male ignorance of what they like, what is obviously in front of their face. You know, yeah. they can't find anything, right? No, First real. of all, so there, we'll chalk it up to that. Okay, so what did it mean? Not much, but he'd possibly be Helian's sole heir. Mm. So he could be a high daddy. Mm-hmm. I have wine in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, totally. He could be. And you know what? That might have been why they were targeting, targeting him so much. But the thing is, Eris was the one who was nicest to him because he mm-hmm. knew... He is suspected that Reese, I mean, Lucian was not a threat to him. Yeah. He was going to be um, the heir, not Lucian. So why even bother, right? Because right. he suspected that Lucian didn't belong to that court. He went, you know, his daddy was in another court. Yeah. You, uh, you know, and the only thing that I could think of that why Baron would target Lucian so badly is that he was mad. he was he was just all mad, but he was also displaying behaviors or like um, traits that would make him high lord material, maybe. And maybe Baron saw that and targeted him when he should really have been focused on Eris. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I digress. In the middle of her thinking, Nesta walked in. Mm. Helian checks her out, and as he tries to introduce himself, himself, Nesta tells him she doesn't care. Ah, I love her. She just (laughs) walks up to Feyre and says she needs a word, and Nesta says that something feels wrong and they need to leave. Feyre says the High Lords would sense it, but Nesta insists something is wrong. Cassian walks up and asks what's wrong. He tells both that she feels a dread, like like she may have forgotten something. And Cassian says he'd go tell Resand. I love Cassian. I do too. He's like, oh, hey baby, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Reese, Cass, and Az left to go check out, check everything out. 
uh, and returned saying there was nothing off. They had checked all around the palace and spoke with Amarin about Valaris, you know, because she stayed back. Yeah. Babysitting. Of course. Elaine. Cal- <laughs> Callius and Vivian showed up during their meal. Um, the it's Anyway. Dinner? Dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they had pizza. And wine. They all ate and drank for hours until one by one they all left. Moore and Helian were left alone. Feyre can hear the two chatting it up in the hall. And then she hears them enter her room. Uh, Moore's room. Feyre mm. asks why Moore would do that. And Reese said because she's spooked by the intensity of Azrael's feelings toward her. They go on talking about it. But Reese says it was their business. For real, Feyre, get your nose out of it. But I want to know, too. <laughs> As thinks she's happier without him and that he is unworthy of her. And Azrael will eventually decide if he's going to fight for her or let her go. Well, we all know what. what yeah. Favorite asks about Cassian. Could he and Julia be mated? Oh, wait, no, no. It says Nesta. <laughs> Nesta. Sorry. Nesta. <laughs> yep. Is it Nesta Julia in yeah. like in um, proper English? <laughs> for real. Uh, Reese says it's hard to tell until the until the bond stamps into place. He then mentions that Tammy still loves her. Uh, mm. They talk about the awful meeting. They check up on each other because, you know, they want to make sure the other one's feeling good or not. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Favorite tells Reese that she had looked for his mother and sister's wings, but had learned that Tam had burned them. And then they fall asleep in each other's arms and for once without boning. <laughs> because it would be weird with Tam Tam under the same roof. Yeah. Chapter 48. The next morning, Helian had already left and Moore was eating breakfast. She didn't look like she had a good night. Even Cassian had walked in and told her she looked terrible. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> this is terrible. And she tells Cassian that Helian had wanted him to join. And he says, maybe next time and asks Farah about her sister. She's fine. But still worried. Um, after breakfast, they returned to the top of the palace for their continued talks about the war. Pharaoh was now dressed in black and the rest of the peeps dressed to match. Azriel had joined them and didn't seem to be affected by Moore's actions the night before. But he did completely ignore Helian as he walked by him. Tamlin was the last to show up and Helian tells Tammy that he had reviewed all the info he had provided at the meeting yesterday. He says that if Tamlin could rally his troops, he and Tarquin might be able to hold the front line long enough for the others north of them to bring in their peeps. Tamlin says that it's not that easy after Pharaoh destroyed his troops' faith in him and he had about a third of his force. Which, I mean, stop torturing your troops and... (laughs) Right. right? Like punishing your troops for... Yeah. yeah. Nesta stood up quickly and with her hand clutching at her chest, Moore sprang forward, holding Nesta upright. Moore asked what was wrong and she answered something and seized and puked in the reflection pool. I'm like, dude. <laughs> that sucks, right? Like, can you go to the toilet? Oh my God. Take the koi for Take the koi fish out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Callius asks if poison was the culprit, but Helian and Thesan examine her and say there's nothing wrong with her. And they did it by, like, touch. 
Right. I know. Yeah. That's decent, probably, with his little yeah. healing power. Yeah, yeah. He had put his hand on her arm or something like that. Yeah. Nesta says there is something wrong, but not with her. It was with the cauldron. Reese was having some sort of silent convo with my dark boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and after a nod, they fly out the windows. Nesta moaned, and they all felt it. A shuddering through the earth, as if some god had blown a breath across the land. Then the impact came. The mountain itself shook, and the building swayed. Then it stopped. Nesta puked again. Must be a family trait. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, there is so much puking. Yeah. Bubbly guts, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Um. What's the official thing? Watery bowels. Watery bowels. <laughs> Let me tell you about watery bowels. Just <laughs> it's like in all the books. Right. Like, I mean, maybe they need probiotics. <laughs> I know. I'm like, girl, y'all need some like probiotics. Y'all need some like, you need to take something that's anti-inflammatory because your guts are all like. I know. They're all. They're going to get a fistula. Effed <laughs> <laughs> up. This is. The dietitian talking, so she knows a thing. She knows a thing or two about the fistula. Okay, as I do, as do I. <laughs> Reese stood and looked southward. He used his magic to see across the land. Which, by the way, I need that because I cannot see crap when I drive at night. He looked to Feyre and said, "The king of Hybern just used the cauldron to attack the wall, and the wall is gone, shattered." They were too late. Hybern just destroyed the wall. Slow pokes. So our second wind of the night is Oliver Lemon Moscato. It's a light, delightfully sweet Moscato with a bright and refreshing lemon twist. Nice. Noise. Noise. Chapter 49. Back at the townhouse. <laughs> now I'm talking Canadian. Just okay. <laughs> Back at the townhouse, Reese notes that Nessa's power allowed her to, to sense that the king was planning on using the cauldron. Kind of like Farah had ties to the High Lords and the Book of Breathings. The Book of Breathings. Uh, Nessa's power and existence was tied to an existence was tied to the cauldron and could feel when it was awoken. So everyone had left the Dawn Court within minutes. Thiessen had promised to send out Fabian Tonic to all the High Lords within two days, and his peregrines would be getting ready to join the Illyrians. Callius and Helian promised their extraterrestrial armies, just kidding, just, <laughs> <laughs> just terrestrial armies would be marching soon. Tamlin, with no friends, could not promise the same. <laughs> no friends. No Aww. friends for you. They all advised him to get his people out, but he really didn't share his plans before he went away. Before winnowing away, Varian had asked both Reese and Feyre to tell her, thank you. And then he said, well, never mind. He'd tell her himself. Mm. I wonder who he's talking about. They hadn't heard a word from Varian. They were all too late anyway. The wall had been shattered. Feyre goes on thinking it was her fault for not taking Nessa directly to the wall. But what ifs don't really make a difference. They all sat around the dining table when Nessa finally speaks again saying they should have evacuated their people a long time ago. Reese offers for them to go tonight and bring them over, but Nessa says they wouldn't come, and there's too many to winnow over. Then Elaine says that they can move them to Grayson's estate. 
His father had been preparing for this since forever, and his place had high walls and a grove of ash trees. Girl. Ash. Get all that ash. (laughs) Cassian offers to set up a guard since fairies who possess magic wouldn't be stopped by a stone wall. Duh. Uh, and Elaine shuts down all suggestions until she states she could go talk to him herself. But both Feyre and Nessa give an adamant no. Mm. Girl, what, you crazy? <laughs> she suggests she be glamoured to not look Faye. They all tell her it could end badly, but she states it already has. Cassian needs a pep talk for the Illyrians from Reese, so the High Lord suggests they all go to the camps and then head to the human lands afterwards. Hey, baby. Over here. Thank you. Give it to her. Oh, wait. Oh, you're such a sweetie pie. Okay, thank you, baby. Thank you. You are. You're such a sweetie. You know that? Now we got two sandwiches. <laughs> okay. She's uh, Rosa Gonzalez, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to find my salt. Okay. Right. Yeah. The sisters ask if Elaine is sure and offer to go in her stead, but she told Feyre he doesn't know her and Nessa, he hates her. Mm-hmm. Feyre tells Elaine that if it ended badly, they defend her. Elaine asks that she promise not to kill him, and thankfully, Feyre says she cannot make that promise. Mm. Elaine gets up to dress and declines Nessa's offer to help. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if somebody was going to offer me to get dressed and like do my hair, makeup, I'm like, yeah. Come on, we're going. Yeah, I, yes. Nessa starts to blame herself when they're alone. She now has no purpose or task. Favor tells her to go along with him. If she had a connection to the cauldron, then she could warn them of it being wielded. Cassian goes up to the ladies and says that dresses aren't really appropriate for flying. Mm. And Nesta reveals she's never worn pants. What? I mean... Can you, Can you imagine if imagine? pants were, like, not a thing for ladies to wear? I think that 90% of the time I'm wearing pants. Or I actually, see. I should say 95, because it's really only for special occasions. occasions I feel I so exposed in dresses. But, but what's funny is that you and I used to wear dresses, like, every weekend. And now it's like, oh, we turned that off and we're, like, in <laughs> pants. And Arnold's like, what the heck? You used to dress up? Surprise! This is who you married. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cassian stops Nesta before she tries to walk away from him and tells her to kill any humans who try to harm her. Mm. Actually, he's at pricks, but you know. All right. He wouldn't be joining them to the human lands. Cassian gives Nesta one of his blades and then goes on giving a crash course in defending herself. <laughs> he tells her she should have trained and walked away. Mm-hmm. Feyre goes to Amran's apartment to see if she's ready. While there, Feyre starts to think about how Baron hadn't offered his forces, how the others had few numbers, and how the king had said Reese would have to give his all to stand a chance. And she couldn't really count on the other high lords. Just then, Amran asks, and she even says, I can't count on the other high lords in her mind. Helian wouldn't even save his lover. So, you know, these are... I know. Anyway. So mad. Just then, Amber asked what she wants because she was like, short. What do you want? Anyway, she asks about the creature below the library. Amaran reveals its name is Braxis. But when mm-hmm. Fira asks what it is, she says she doesn't want to know. I hate when she's like, you don't want to know, girl. She calls her girl like all the time. But it's not even like the fun girl. It's like a more of a, like, I think, 
Like you're talking yeah. down to her girl. Favor <laughs> says she made a bargain with it and is now bound to it. She wants Emron to examine the wards, keeping it there because she wants to make another bargain. Mm-hmm. And Emron is going with her. Now. Bargain time. Chapter 50. When they get to the library, there is no priestess to lead them down, so they just walk down there to the pit. I hate it. The pit. It sounds so the gross. Pit. When they reach the lower levels, Farrah calls out to the being, and it tells her that it doesn't answer to summons. Farrah says that she is there for another bargain and to bring it some company. <laughs> like, that's... I get freaked out. I want to be like, seriously, you brought Amran for company. <laughs> I know. Amran Amer- is not fun company. No, right? it's not. Like, I would be like, bring me somebody who's entertaining. Not right? just like, Bleh. bring Bring me that Elaine. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. <laughs> just kidding. Darkness engulfs them, and it asks what Amran is. Pharaoh says she was like it, or maybe it was like her. And then he's like, you speak in riddles. <laughs> yeah, right? Farrah calls it by name and asks if it would fight for her and her, her high lord if they could break it out of its current environment. You know. The pit. The pit. Bryaxis did not reply. <laughs> um, Farrah elbowed Amran, who then said that they would offer it freedom in exchange. <laughs> Which, by the way... Cassian would be like if Cassian was there, he would be like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, absolutely not. No freedom, no nothing. It finally said, This is my home. Like, okay. Farah mm-hmm. <laughs> asked what it would want instead, and it answers sunlight and moonlight. The stars. Before Farah could mess it all up by denying this, Amran said, a window. Okay, thank God Amran said a window. Because when I was listening to the audiobook, I was like, holy crap, what does it mean by that? When she clarifies it for us, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Before Farah could mess it all up by denying this, Amran said, a window high above. That's it? I know, yeah. That's all. Right. Um, that's all I want in my car. I just want a moon window, right? Like, do you know? Do you know? What do you call those? Those, I, I cannot believe. So lately, I think I have issues. I forget words very easily. <laughs> yeah. But what do you call? Oh, it's called a sunroof. A moonroof or a sunroof. That would be cool. Yeah. No, okay. So, or a skylight. Yeah. So I don't. Okay, so apparently a sunroof is like smaller than a moonroof. Right, a moonroof is huge. Yeah, so I want a moonroof, but then then it makes me want to makes me wonder: is a moonroof less like safe than a sunroof? I also want to know in the summertime, does it get extra hot? I'm oh, I'm sure. Like like you, everybody burns off their nalgas, not just a driver. <laughs> It still makes me want a moonroof, but, you know, whatever. Okay, Bryaxis, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Just call me Bryaxis. I'm going to get that on my, like, um, my car license plate. <laughs> Bryaxis asked if it would be able to hunt without restraint. Oh, scary. Uh, on the battlefields, drink in their fear and dread until it was sated, weirdo. <laughs> 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 um, Ferris said yes, but... 
only Highburn and only until the war is over. Feyre gestured to Amran and said that she would disable the wards when it was needed. He slash she, because we don't know, because we don't know what their pronouns are, uh, would fight for them until no longer needed. And um, in an exchange for that window, it had come to love its all. It was, and she compared it to the, the the carver wanting to be there. Oh yeah, no, totally. I guess I guess eventually Bryaxes had come to love his, I think, his, his or herself. You know, you know, it's funny. It kind of, it kind of almost reminds me of like people who hate their job, but they've been there so long that they're like, I, I, I think I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, totally. I totally yeah. get that because yeah. that's me. Oh, I'm sorry. You've been there forever. I have, I have, I have. You know, I, I, I keep on getting the itch to leave, but I don't. I'm not going to. I'm gonna, I know. I'm going to stick it out. I know. Um, I, 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 I'm like, it's about that time. It's almost five years. I got to go. No, oh, I know. I feel that too. And then every now, every now and then I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a new mystery. Mm-hmm. And I feel like compelled to like. Yeah. To get involved. And I feel like I've answered it in my own head, by the way. And if it's helpful in any way, I feel like I've solved a problem. And so because of that, if there is actual a solving of some problem, it satisfies me enough to stay longer. So unfortunately, that that keeps me going. Okay. Okay. So... It was a bargain. <laughs> and of course, Feyre thinks about the painting she imagined. Stupat. <laughs> Stupat. So like towards the end, I usually, when I, if I have like four chapters, like the last two uh-huh. is when my stupid comes out, I think, because I'm so tired of it. <laughs> anyway. I love you. Um, when everyone met in the foyer, <laughs> because that's how you say that, right? Foy- foyer, even though it's spelled foyer. I always say foyer because I don't care. I have one. <laughs> foyer of the townhouse, Farah had already changed into her fighting leathers, concealing her new bargain. Because you can't give away that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's for later, baby. That's for later. That's for Reese. Mm-hmm. Anyway, which is not like us, right? Are you? Are you also a terrible gift getter, and you have to give them the gift yes. right away? That's why around <laughs> Christmas time, I have to wrap the gift. I wrap the gift because otherwise, I will give it to you. I know, same, same. So like, so this past Christmas, just like a month ago, or oh, actually now it's a month and a half ago. I bought Arnold a Dallas Cowboy because we are all Dallas Cowboy fans, and so mm-hmm. Arnold like, cussed him out last a couple weeks. Anyway, uh, and I bought him a Dallas Cowboy helmet. If anybody knows Dallas Cowboys, signed by Emmett Smith. And if anybody knows the Dallas Cowboys, the absolutely 90s, the best, the nineties. Yes. Anyway, so um, best gift you get, I, have ever given. Yeah, I had to leave it at mom's because otherwise I would have given it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm all, I'm all like emotional now because oh. I'm like I know Dad would have also loved that, you know. No. Like, I wish yeah. he had been around so, because I bought it after he had already passed. So yeah. I, I wish, I wish I could have told him. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Okay, moving on. <laughs> now that we're crying, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like seriously, she likes to bargain with villains. <laughs> <laughs> More asked for Amran and Farah said that she was at her apartment. 
poring over the book. She was looking for another way to nullify the cauldron and that didn't involve Vera's brain turning to boogers. <laughs> <laughs> when Reese tried to object, Vera stopped him and said there had to be another way if she couldn't be if she couldn't get the Arboros to the carver, Braxis was better than nothing. Of course, she didn't say this out loud. They all gathered to winnow to the camp, more taking Nesta and Cassian, Azriel taking Elaine, who seemed shocked by the shadows surrounding him. When only Reese and Farron remained, she tells him the creature in the library's name, and she tells him of her new bargain made so that Bryaxis fought with them in the war. She tells Reese what it wants in return, and Reese jokes that poor Cassian will never recover when he sees their newest recruit. Honestly. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of love it because, know. you know, he's so brave, you the know. The Lord of Bloodshed yeah. is afraid right. of Bryaxis. I want okay, you know what would be really scary to find out what Azrael is afraid of. Yeah, that would be very scary cuz yeah. that yeah. that man is scary. That yeah. that fairy is scary. Reese asks about the carver, but Pharaoh said he could rot in his cell. Angry much? Um ain't nobody got time for games. <laughs> Before <laughs> leave, I know she's like I don't want to look at myself. Um, before leaving, they took one more look around the townhouse and Reese wondered aloud if they would ever see it again. And Farrah promised that they would. Guess sad, right? Yeah. And that is like the end of the section because the book has so many sections and that's the end of this current section. I know. Or the I parts, right? This. They're like part one, part two, part 15. Anyway. I know. Um, yeah. So many parts. So many parts. So many parts. But, yeah, so next week, who knows? I don't remember everything <laughs> because... Yeah, yeah, no, I I am excited for the upcoming battle scenes, mm -hmm. I guess, and... Um, I, wa I want to see what Bryaxis has in his pocket. I want to yeah. see how he does his thing, or yeah. its thing, I should say. Yeah, Bryaxis is definitely, like, if Cassian is afraid of Bryaxis... It has to be bad. It has to be scary right. to see. So, what is, what is something that you're afraid of? As in, like, a form, not something like an idea, or not like death or heights, but like a, a something. What am I afraid of that is, like, otherworldly, maybe? Or, okay, well, whatever. Um... Uh, shadows about? in the corner of my eye that I see move oh that God, I don't stop realize. Oh my God, stop it, stop. Okay, never mind. I, know. <laughs> I never mind. Arnold's working at night tonight and I'm I need sorry. you to stop right there. <laughs> well, like, okay, there's that and... Uh, Dude, birds and owls freak me out because their oh, eyes are crazy. Girl. Okay. Have you seen that that owl? There's, this, there's an owl on TikTok that is going around and going around with I who? can't remember ah. I <laughs> going around okay that's like 1992 talk right <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be like a 1992 talk where we're like we're going around is actually like dating dude we should make a new podcast talking about the 90s <laughs> right we should right but 
There is this TikTok that I see going around and it's a certain like bird. It's not an owl. I can't remember what it's called, but it literally looks like a face. Like, Ew. Yeah. No, okay. Stop it. Okay. Anyway. But yeah. But okay, so that creeps me out. Like birds. Uh yeah, yeah. so birds, yeah. That, my thing is birds for sure, because you know, they're velociraptors in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, but yeah, so next week, Maggie should return and we'll back to the three whiny witches, Mm -hmm. which means we can handle a little bit more because Maggie takes the load off. Yeah, because this, okay, apparently we're, I'm very lightweight and I have drank my fill. (laughs) For real, I'm serious. Ow, my ears. Anyway, so of course... If you want to send us any questions or comments, we have our email. It's threewindingwitches at gmail.com with the number three. Our socials are on TikTok and on Instagram, and it is at threewindingwitches. And on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to us on, please give us a five-star review on that platform we would appreciate any feedback that you had for it have for us please be nice uh of course uh, about it um and we welcome any of your your feedback also please continue to be applying to be our witch of the week yeah we really enjoy learning who's either interacting with us or who's listening to us we'll Uh, shout you out yes yes we'll talk about you yeah. In a and positive the, way. Oh my God. Can I, can I talk? Okay. So until next time, see you later, witches. Toodles. <laughs>